Welcome to You Should Check It Out Halloween 2022. <laughs> 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 Ladies and gentlemen, the motion picture you're about to see contains scenes so terrifying. The public must be given grave warning. Therefore, the management has instituted visual and audible warning at the beginning of each of the four supreme fright points. The fear flasher is the visual warning. The horror horn is the audible warning. Turn away when you see the fear flasher. Close your eyes when you hear the horror horn. Hey guys, the horror horn. The horror, horror horn. horn. You have to turn away when you when you hear the horror horn. Shut your eyes when you when you hear the horror horn. That's right. It's hard, to say. Horn. It's hard to say that. Horror horn. The horror horn. That's <laughs> horror right. horn. Just a, a quick public service announcement before mm. today's episode. Yeah. Oh, it's, it, yeah. It needs to be needs to be put out there. This one's gonna be. It's gonna be a different one. Yeah. Yeah. Hide your women and children, or at least cover their ears yeah. and eyes. You know. You yeah. Don't want to, because tonight, gentlemen, it's our Halloween episode. Sure. Is. We got a scary one for you this week. Believe me, we have a real good one. One of the scariest movies ever made. This is gonna give you goosebumps. On your goosebumps. That's right. <laughs> goosebumps, goosebumps on your goosebumps. Goosebumps on your goosebumps. Which one's that from? Oh, that's an SCTV sketch. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Count right. Floyd. I don't know if you guys yep. ever saw that or not. Goosebumps on your goosebumps. On your goosebumps. Ah. Yeah, it was scary. <laughs> wow. Pancakes. Yeah. Terrifying. How are you guys doing tonight? Good, good, man. How are you yeah. doing? Man, I'm yeah. excited. I'm pumped. Are we going to do a little trick or treat? Ooh. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, How why do we not? Do that? Okay. Actually, the, the kids, they already got into it. You know, we're, we're recording this on the, uh, the 25th of October. It's not, this will come out this week before Halloween. We wanted to make sure we got it in. The mm-hmm. kids have already done like two trick trunk or treats. Oh yeah, they're happening all over the place. Greg, I thought you meant how I thought you meant are we doing trick or treat somehow within the context of the podcast? That's yeah, why I was confused. I, I, I don't know what I meant. I was just I, yeah, just, just playing just along with the speaking. theme here. Yeah, just, yeah, just, yeah, just no, speaking no, Halloween. Mm-hmm. I'm just speaking Halloween, you know. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> they do. They have so many. They have like there's a million of them now. Every parking lot. It's crazy. Like the weeks leading up to Halloween, it's got a trunk or treat going on. I mean, I've never crazy. even heard of that. What is this? You've never heard of a trunk or treat? I don't think so. No. Well. Imagine a parking lot. Kids get out of their cars wearing their costumes, and all the parents that are participating in their trunks have their candy set up. So uh-huh. the kids walk around the parking lot. I it's see. like instead of having to go to house to house, they just go from uh-huh. car to car. In okay. Parking lot. Yeah, so. right. Well, that's a little. It's, it's, a, it's a thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's free candy. <laughs> How about your kids, Nick? Are they pumped for Halloween? Yeah, yeah, we did, uh, there's been a trunk or treat or two. We went camping this past weekend up at, uh, 
up in Pennsylvania and That's the campground funny. had the, all the campground, the, like every campsite you could go to. And they actually they all go up there and they decorate the campsites. Very cool. Um, there's a haunted house and yeah, this is uh, this is Siri's favorite holiday. So very cool. nice. Everybody celebrates Halloween and it's a great time. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. Very good. Well, that's why we're here tonight, guys. We're celebrating Halloween, All Hallows' Eve, mm. as you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. We got a very special episode, so I think, unless there's anything else we need to talk about. Oh, that's right. Nick, you and I well, we're had gonna... a very, not terrifying, but excellent experience this past we did. weekend. We did. We did. Should we start the show and then talk about it? Do you want to talk about that now, or do you want to save that for, a, for, a, for, ne- for another episode? Hmm. 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 I think you should hmm. reveal it. Okay. Start the show and keep it to Halloween, and then you guys could do a full dive on it. I think that sounds like a good idea. We I went like to go that. see King Gizzard and the Lizard and the Lizard. Oh, Lizard. right, man! Hell yeah, we did. Yeah. Wow, it was amazing. Yeah. It was. I got amazing. a lot of questions about that. Confirmed. Yeah. 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 <laughs> cool. 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 <laughs> Those guys kick ass. Where, where where'd you see him? In? Yeah. The uh, we saw him at the Anthem in DC. Oh, sweet! Yeah, Heck of packed out, sold out, sold out. Yeah, no doubt. Yep. And uh, who was there? Another band with them, or is it just them? There was, was. Leah, Leah, Leah Royal, Leah. Okay, Leah Noble, something like that. I don't know. I hadn't heard of it. It was an opener, but nothing like it wasn't <laughs> like a like a double like a co-headlining situation. No, no, no. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. Um, it was an evening with King Gizzard. It was more no, like it was more a heck of a hell of an evening with King Gizzard. It was it was phenomenal. Excellent. Yeah. <clears throat> so there's a teaser for next week's episode. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. In case you haven't gotten enough King Gizzard and the Lizard. No, Wizard. we don't want to be talking about. You haven't because every yeah. album's different. It's fine. That's right. And we don't want to be talking about joy and good times. This is a Halloween. This is a no. spooky. Oh. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jeez. Just got to keep it in it. the mood, man. No, yeah, that's that great. Is, I love that. It's just a guy screaming out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, that, was, um, that was actually me. I dropped my, I spilled my beer. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Let's get a thing, this thing started. Let's do it. You should check it <laughs> That's right. You are tuned in to You Should Check It Out. This is episode 168, coming at you on mm-hmm. Halloween 2022. Yes, indeed. We have an excellent show for you tonight. My name is Jay. I'm Nick. And I'm Greg. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, guys. As we've talked about, we're going to be doing something a little bit special tonight. We've uh, reached out, we've scoured the interwebs, and we've scoured our collective minds to kind of mm-hmm. come up mm-hmm. with the most terrifying songs that we can think of. Now, whenever whenever I issued this challenge to you guys, mm-hmm. I wasn't looking for, like, kind of spooky, kind of like... Um, I, I think I said Thriller was an example of, like, a that's not really all that scary. Okay. But it's, right, you know, right. it's kind of scary adjacent right, mm-hmm. right. I'm t- what i'm talking about is like songs that genuinely scare you mm. on halloween this is the assignment 
<laughs> well, it was. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Okay, cool. <laughs> if that's cool with everybody. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. She's a Pete's. There's no context or anything. Just setting the mood, man. Yeah, yeah. I get it. <laughs> oh, oh. Hit it again. Still going. Again. <laughs> As you can tell, guys, I've, I've worked a pretty much the entire day on my soundboard for tonight. And thank you. <clears throat> thank you. Uh, yeah. This You're very awesome. welcome. Great. Very welcome. This is great. Just trying to set the mood. I, uh, so I, I accidentally have this reverb plug-in left on. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I got another. <laughs> You're scary enough. Hey. <laughs> All right. So the table has been set. We're talking about songs that genuinely scare us. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick, I think you and I have come up with some songs that uh, genuinely scare us. Greg is our social media giant. And I think he mm-hmm. has reached out to the to the hoi polloi, the folks out on the internet, to get their reactions. Greg, you're up first this week, so the first roll of the dice goes to you. Scary song. Cool, cool, cool. All right, well, in that case, um, I will save some of the suggestions I got from Facebook, where I put out a uh, status update asking, hey, can anybody name a song that actually scares them? So I got some interesting responses to that. But I wanted to play a song that I, I just oh. remember. I was driving once through a forest, not too far from where you live. Oh, Jay. Really? I was going. To, I was either going to Eldersburg or leaving Eldersburg. Mm, okay. Okay. And it was just There's some one of those spooky forests around Eldersburg, it, that's for it, sure. I mean, it, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, to be fair, I did hit a deer once coming from... Eldersburg to to DC, which was scary. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So this one night, I was listening to this CD that someone gave me. It was actually on a burned CD. The artist was called Leviathan, okay. and it, the album, and it was written on this blank CD, you know, like with a sharpie, like Leviathan, and then the name of the album, which is Massive Conspiracy Against All Life. <laughs> and the whole thing kind of freaked me out but uh this song in particular i remember just being like i just was driving through this forest this is at night obviously mm-hmm. and uh how just I, th- I thought i mean this is, I'm, how, how old was i i wasn't i was like adult you're an adult, an adult. i was a grown-ass man you know like this wasn't like i was you know uh, so that's what i mean it's like it's rare as a grown ass man to be like, yeah, sure. feel like frightened. <laughs> and for totally. some reason I was like, I feel kind of freaked out right now, man. <laughs> so, uh, uh, anyway, to give this a spin and I, you know, it might be a little abrasive folks, you know, if you don't like heavy I metal, so. you know, hey, it's like, Halloween. Then, we've, we've given all the warnings. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. So, you know, normally I wouldn't play this on a, you should check it out episode, but Let's hear it. Let's see what you got. What's this do. called? What's it called? Uh, this song is called, it has a strange name. It's like Roman numerals. It's like VI, so like six, and then dash XI, like 11, and then dash VI again for six, so like six, 11, six. Maybe okay. it's referring to the time signature because there's some weird time stuff in this one. Okay. Cool. Give it a spin.
Well, <laughs> that was absolutely freaking terrifying. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I definitely thinking. I, I definitely remember thinking it was spooky. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> but so. Um, <laughs> We really have a frightening movie for you tonight, kids. This is really going to be scary. I'm not kidding you this time. This movie is called Blood Sucking Monkeys from West Mifflin, Pennsylvania. And it's really good, so I'm not going to waste any more time. Let's take a look at this movie. It's really gonna scare the daylights out of you. <laughs> I'm not kidding you this time. Dude, that was. <laughs> I, I can imagine how that uh, particular track would be terrifying. Yeah, yeah it was going through foggy, some dark woods. You yeah. know, and I, I was like, I feel like something's gonna jump out of the road and kill me. Like, mm-hmm. That's you know, what I mean, like that, that that that's how I felt that night. And I and I was like, <laughs> why am I listening to this? But at the same time, I was like, I don't want to stop listening to this because it's really cool. <laughs> You know? Very nice. Very nice. Um, and it turns out Leviathan is actually not a band. It's like a just one dude. Oh, really? Oh, really? Makes all, yeah, who makes all this crazy, like, sort of, like... To me, it's like death metal. It's that death metal thing, but it's like, I don't know, for some reason, it just seems like a little bit further along. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That, rec- that record, uh, I still think, is pretty cool. And if I'm ever in the mood for something, you know, something that maybe scares me or sounds a little spooky <laughs> then I uh, that I, I put that on <laughs> so uh, we'll hear some other suggestions from some of my friends uh, you know and some of the friends of the show a little yeah, later nice. on but I'm going to defer to who's next here who's next in the order Who well, that would be me to? that would be All me right. Um, right, I want to pass it to the left man what should I go with I, I kind of want to follow up on that theme because I have I have a track that that kind of goes through the spooky going through a forest theme Mm. Uh, this is not my most terrifying uh, pick of tonight. We'll save that for a little bit later. So stay tuned for that. It'll be nice and scary, kids. <laughs> He's on it. I love it. <laughs> but uh, this, this, this is a uh, track by a guy named uh, Dean Hurley, who did, uh, he's like an ambient sound composer. And he did all of the music, not all of the music, but all of like the background ambient sound effects for uh, Twin Peaks, The Ooh. the Return. And uh, that was the one that came out in 2016. Mm-hmm. And uh, that I forced Nick to watch the entire We watched it together. Hours it was lovely. Of, yeah. Yeah, it's great. And if you're not familiar with Twin Peaks, I mean, I'm, I'm a massive Twin Peaks fan, aficionado. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons that I love it so much is is for the same reason that I love David Lynch. It's just this like overarching sense of dread and confusion and weirdness to an otherwise kind of normal scene. Um, He just has this way of injecting this kind of creepy psychological horror into what's uh, really kind of a a standard box standard thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, he, David Lynch, relies on music really heavily to yeah. convey those emotions and 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 set that atmosphere and he uses it really well and I could have picked a lot of songs but this is really just kind of an ambient track and this plays a lot during some of the scenes that involve like the woodsmen and like the uh, kind of the, the darker scenes that are in the forest that mm-hmm. um, so again this is not something that I would want to listen to driving through the woods at night 
especially in the uh, Pacific Northwest. But nevertheless, this is called Night Electricity Theme by Dean Hurley. Yeah, that was that was that was creepy, but it was also it was beautiful. It is beautiful, and I I want to get that is that is off of an album called um, Anthology Resource Volume One, okay, um, which is just I think it's just a collection of sound samples and stuff that he gave to David Lynch to like, Mm -hmm. hey, Mm. take this, have your editor use these sounds, you know, in your eighteen hours, yeah. Right. And uh, so, yeah, whenever I hear that music, it just takes me back to that Twin Peaks. Yeah. Terrifying. When you first put feeling. it on. And then by the end of it, it was like, it reminded me of like a Cronus Quartet. Yeah. Yeah. Piece absolutely. or something. Yeah. Um, what, what was the, oh, oh man, is it my turn now? It is your turn. It is your turn. Okay. But, but, but before we uh, let you go, we do have a special announcement from one of the, uh, our famous friends of the pod. Okay. Hi, this is Fabio wishing you a very <laughs> happy Halloween. Oh, Fabio. so nice of him to put that together for us. That's so really nice appreciate that. Oh, good old Fabio. Uh, miss that guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Fabio. <laughs> Go for it, Mister Nick. <laughs> okay, I um, yeah, this was this was actually this is this one's always challenging for me because um, I just never, never cared about Halloween as a kid, or never was attracted really? to like spooky stuff. I mean, we really? did the we had a neighborhood, so we did like trick or treat, but oh yeah, costumes were like day of crap. Like I never put any time or effort into thinking about it, and then just get the gun, get a lot of candy. Um, <laughs> but then I started thinking about. It. So I've got a couple ones here. Um, I'm gonna. My first one I'm gonna actually do is I realized after the more I thought about it, it was kind of um, it's kind of Greg's scary cool. Like it, okay. it scares me, but it's it, but it's like oh this is cool. I like this. Um, when I was this was <laughs> so when I was about seven. Um, my entire music world was defined by. Uh, uh, dad, dad and mom's music collection, um, and there was a particular track that uh, at one point, one or multiple points, uh, Alec, my brother Alex, who's actually been on a show a couple years ago, um, I used to. He's three years younger than me, so I'm seven. He's four, and I had this uh, on cassette tape because dad would let me mix songs onto cassette. 
Um, and I would run into the closet with Alex. I'd be like, Alex, we gotta get in the closet. Run into the closet and I had my tape player in there and I hit play on this one. Um, hmm. And then I would tell him we were having an earthquake. <laughs> and I'd shake like the, <laughs> shake like the, like the racks and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, and, he, and yeah. you know, he, it, was, it, was, um, it was not a nice thing to do, uh, <laughs> but we've got a great relationship. He's forgiven yeah, me for all these yeah. things. He's so, forgiven um, you, I'm sure. But I do, I do, the more I thought about it, I was like, yeah, actually, I remember being a seven-year-old thinking, oh, this is scary. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um, right. So this is my first pick. This is, this is Welcome to the Machine by Pink Floyd. Now it just oh, yeah. seems harmless, but 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 yeah, as a little kid, no, no, all no. of that was like it was like oh, it's so creepy sounding, and, and the weird things dropping. And yeah, I can tell you, man, it's that that song is definitely powerful. And yeah, I got to yeah, I got to see Roger play it a few times, and like I'm time, sure, and like the first time he did it in rehearsal, I was just like, <sighs> I didn't know I didn't know the set list. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? I was just like, mm -hmm. oh, I know this one. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is so yeah. cool. Yeah, so I now, wonder it's, if, now I, it's a classic. I wonder if Alex has if, if that haunts him whenever that track comes on the radio. I I I don't I don't I don't think so. I think he's I think he's gotten over it. Um, I think he's, um, he's pretty. Tough I think Dad that. actually probably did some work on making sure Pink Floyd wasn't scary to to us. Okay. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> But but it was it was all in good fun. There wasn't even like ever like crying or anything like that. It was just uh, you know just shaking the claws a little there's, bit. There's something around. there's something about like the you know Rogers lyrics there. Mm -hmm. Just like just like yeah. the whole like welcome my welcome son. my like, son. It's like, welcome. It's so shit. like you feel like you're actually going into to like mm -hmm. a different world. You know? mm -hmm. Hell yeah! If yeah. you're really focused and just listening to that song, it's mm -hmm. intense. Yep. Yes, it is. All right. Round one done. You scared yet, kids? <laughs> Greg Loman, what you got for us, buddy? Oh, nothing. Only, uh, never mind. <laughs> Sorry, I, was trying to think. I was trying to think of something scary. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. Wow. They're ready. Piercing. Oh, would, you like so some, would you like some spooky adventure music to, as, as a bed track for your description? Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> why not? Yeah. So, 
This one day last week, <laughs> I went on Facebook. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I went ahead and, uh, and just asked some friends, like, hey, what's, uh, you know, what are some songs that kind of that, that freaked you out? You know, because I thought, I mean, yeah, I could think of some stuff that freaked me out, but let's, let's you know, let's open it up a little bit, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, absolutely. An old friend of mine, says. old friend of mine, Mark Blackwood, came back with uh, with an interesting um, uh, suggestion, or at least a, a story about how he used to listen to this album by The Cure, called uh, Pornography. I think is oh, the yeah. name of the album, and uh, this is the opening song on it. One hundred years. He said he used to freak him out when he was younger, and uh, I listened to it, and I can see why. So this is uh, The Cure. Ominous organ. Yeah, it's it's interesting because the Cure is pretty like fearless in their note choices sometimes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, not even um, that long ago, I went on oh, Facebook again, and I noticed that uh, <laughs> Kurt Rosenwinkel, right, who I follow on Facebook, was just like chilling in a you know somewhere outside, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm excited for the gig tonight." And he had these headphones, and just as like. On a whim, I was just like, what are you listening to, Kurt? And mm-hmm. he responded, and he wrote, nice. uh, Into the Forest by The Cure. Really? You know what I mean? And, and people were like, some people were like, what? Are you serious? How can you be listening? You know? And I'm just like, whatever. Um, <laughs> but I'm a Cure fan. I imagine you guys appreciate The Cure for, yeah. I don't know. I don't know for sure, but. Uh, yeah. it, it's funny with me and The Cure, like, I, I never really got because they were always described as like this gothic band. But the only songs I knew of The Cure were like, mm-hmm. you know, the, hits. the radio hits. So I was like, yeah. well, there's nothing really scary or dark about this band until you listen to the albums. And like, yeah, they're great, man. I, I freaking, I, I love The Cure. That album good, in good. particular is really good. Cool, because mm-hmm. I, I don't know it that much. And uh, so now I'm going to go in and, and dig into that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, Great so voice, great vibes, great, great band, great band. I, it always, it always, honestly, it always just this gets me in a mood. I, I rarely turn to in it. In the mood for what? No, in a Ooh, mood, in, in like a, a not a good okay. mood. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I see. Like yeah. it, it takes me to like a, you know, just kind of a morose, like, so I, I, I tend to, I tend to avoid it, but gotcha. that appreciation. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, guys, we're halfway through, okay. um, and I do have a, uh, an announcement from uh, Mr. Vincent Price. Oh. If you. We'll allow him. Ladies and gentlemen, please 
Do not panic, but okay. scream. Scream for your lives. The tingler is loose in this theater. The tingler. It is not scream, it may kill you. Scream. Scream. Keep screaming. Scream for your lives. It's here. It's over here. The tingler has been paralyzed by your screaming. There is no more danger. We will now resume the showing of the movie. Good. <laughs> the, the, tingler, the tingler has been paralyzed by your screams, folks. Perfect. Thank you. That's all it took. Excellent. Now, if you'll allow me to terrify you once again. Let us resume. This, this song is really the basis for for me coming up with the idea for this episode. This is my most terrifying song. This is the song that, that gives me hot nightmares and really haunts me to this day. Okay. Um, it also has a link to Twin Peaks, The Return, actually. Cool. Oh. The song is Therenity for the Victims of Hiroshima by Pendereki. <sighs> I was first introduced to this song, believe it or not, and I want to say second or third grade mm. in Mrs. Selvaggio's? I want to say it's Mrs. Selvaggio's music class at Summit View Elementary School. And I don't know why, to this day, she decided that she needed to play this piece of music for a bunch of six or seven-year-olds, but she did. And the concept behind this piece is it's a uh, memorial to the victims of uh, Hiroshima, and the violins are supposed to represent the screaming of the children and people as the atomic bomb hit, and it's freaking terrifying, and it haunts me to this day. I can still picture myself in the music classroom as some mm. of you listening to this piece. So, enjoy. Here we go. intense yes right what do you how do you feel about that how do you feel about that being a six or seven year old john rossman experience i i'm really happy that i had that experience i still to this day don't know why 
she decided to do that. It, I'm sure it wasn't part of like the standard curriculum. <laughs> no, no, of but, course not. But I mean, I guess she thought it was it was something that the kids could handle. Anybody in the class like cry or anything like that, or was everybody? Not that out? I remember. I don't remember too much reaction from it. I mm-hmm. don't know why. Um, it's just it's just so striking and so. Yeah, it's like the power of music. Yeah, or, like, I mean, I, that, I'm sure that. that's that was probably her intent. Is just mm-hmm. you know you don't have to songs don't have to have a beat or don't have to have a cadence or don't have to have a rhythm, you know, that right. sounds themselves yeah. can can evoke emotions. Yeah. But it just seemed like a very in retrospect, heavy. just seems Incredibly like a very heady, heavy. He- yeah. <laughs> heavy thing to drop on some kids. Sure. You know, and as I've gone through life, like I've I just heard that song crop up in like the weirdest spots. And again in Twin Peaks The Return um, in I think the third or fourth episode, when they have a flashback to when they drop the atomic bomb, that music starts playing, and I'll oh. I like the emotions because oh, it was it was incredible. It was incredible. Yes. So, that that is a song that uh, yeah, it, it lives in my nightmares. Intense. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what we're going for. That's what we're going That's for. That's right. That is what we're going for on this Halloween. Halloween. Thank you. <laughs> Reminding you to watch this Saturday night on Monster Killer Horror Theater when we present another in our fine line of horror classics. We got a scary one for you this week, believe me. This was a great film. It was made in 1956, I believe. And it's a 3D special. That's right. It's called Dr. Tongue's Evil House of Pancakes. Oh, come on. Oh, it's that's the front end of the pancake one. Okay. All right, yes. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Yeah, it's all coming together. It's all coming, yeah, it is all coming together. Exactly. Yep, yep, yep. Cool. Nick, you don't all like right. the sounds? You don't like the sounds? I love the I'll start, sounds. I'll stop, I'll stop playing the sounds. It's fine. No, I, no, love, no. I love that's whenever fine. Greg puts the, the reverb on, and then you do like, boo, boo. Whatever that thing is, every time. You mean like this? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Boo. That's good. (laughs) It's fantastic. Well done. All right, Nick, you're up. Scare us. Okay, okay. This one's my scary, scary, uh, or was for me at the time. Um, So coming out of, yeah, coming out of elementary school into middle school, somehow, I think through through hard work and, and mowing neighbor lawns, I was allowed to join Columbia House. Ooh, and nice. this Ooh. this really was my like because when you join Columbia House you get you get to pick six free CDs to yeah, start yeah uh, that initial grab and I had been I there's kids in school had been wearing these nine inch nail shirts oh, and yeah. I of course pretended like I knew what this was but <laughs> no idea so I'm getting my picks through Columbia House and um, further down for, or, or no uh, the downward spiral pop, pops up oh. I love that record. Check that box (gasps) off. Yeah. And and I I do remember putting this on and being like, okay, cool. This is like cool music. There's like a bunch of kids in school that have this shirt. And I've been pretending like I know what it sounds like, but now I need to actually listen to it. Um, And I don't don't think I made it the whole way through the record. I think I just at a certain point was like, nope. Um, (laughs) uh, And and I I distinctly remember this, the opening opening track, Mr. Self-Destruct. Let's give it a listen. I love that. Yep. 
dude, I'm right there with you, man. I'm right there and, with and you. And again, yeah. previous to this, the scariest thing I, I had heard was was Welcome to the Machine. So this was a this was a, was a leap forward in my. <laughs> it's funny you say that because um, <clears throat> Trent Reznor was really influenced by the Wall. Not yeah. That, you know, again, not that Welcome to the Machine was on the Wall, but it's similar. Same era, same era, Floyd. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, that that record blew my mind. I mean, it, I didn't even know that it was blowing my mind because my <laughs> mind wasn't even together yet you know what i'm yeah, saying like, yeah. you know what i mean like it but was I forming even, your mind <laughs> yeah pretty much you know and I, i'll take it a step a step backwards to the closer ep that's when mm. now i think by the time i heard the closer ep that downward spiral was already out mm-hmm. but that's the first one i heard and that has like happiness and slavery and right. like yep. just these you know similar yeah. you know vibe songs and then i got the downward spiral and that just it was just it, it yeah. was something my brain had never encountered which is just, it was all dark and then, yeah. and then he would talk, he would like incorporate sex into it, which was also like confusing in the middle school mind. So oh, yeah. Oh, prob- yeah. I probably was, I probably was too young for it. Um, uh, cause I just was like, ah, put it away. Um, well, yeah, but, but, but it's like, it, it's either Trent Reznor doing it through a song or some movie you see or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, oh, and, it's and out this is there. All per- this know? is all personal to each individual. Um, I don't think right. this is like true of all people. I'm yeah. saying for me at the time. It was definitely like too much. It was all just too dark. No, I, I would say I though like, that like, I don't know what these places are, but I don't want to understand these emo- like yeah. whatever this guy had to get to to feel this. I don't like it. But when he talked, you know, when when we all heard closer, you know, yeah. it's like mm-hmm. right. and watch the video on MTV, right? Yeah, and that's still like a top video for me. You know? yeah. I, just, I love it. Very David Lynchian. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and. Um, it was a David Fincher one, wasn't it? Didn't he also? Because because did, oh, didn't he maybe. use it? He used it for Seven. Because I remember that was my turning point with Nine Inch Nails when I saw Seven. Ah. Okay, then nice. I was like, okay, now it, now <laughs> I see the world in which this was it's meant it, for, it like where this yeah, where yeah, this yeah. art works. Right. Um, yeah. No, I was. Into, I mean, I had a downward. Dude, there's like a photo. If I had to find it in the family album, I have like a downward spiral shirt when I'm like in seventh grade, like hanging mm-hmm. out. Of course you did. Just like these moths. <laughs> I know it was you, you at know? school <laughs> that made me go get this album. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know, I remember listening to to closer, and even though I was like miles away from like getting into sex for real, you know, I, or, or I, even uh, just the yeah, just the, just all like, that stuff. But I was like. I get that, like, you know. What I, mean? like, I, was like, I was like, I think, I think I know what he means there. Like, it, it's not like he's not being like. It's not about like being mean. Yeah. It's about like tapping into your like that, animal that primal, instincts. Primal. primal. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yep. And that was, yep. and it's like very simple, you know. And uh, and the thing that trick, the thing that I remember recognizing is that girls liked it too. And I ah, was like, yeah, oh, okay. Like girls were not like. If I play, if I was like, hey, I have a Metallica album, they were like, eh, nice nails. They were like, eh. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm I'm not saying like, does that does that make it totally it makes, does okay? Yeah, yeah. so that's when I was yeah. like, oh, okay, so if this doesn't like repel the girls, then there's some truth to this, uh-huh. and I'm like, <laughs> y- you know, so anyway. That's uh, yep. thank you, Trent Reznor. Continue investigating. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for getting me laid. And 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 then further on the down, yeah, further down the yeah, further down when the spiral came out. Yeah, yeah. Excellent, excellent. Beautiful. Well done. All right. Well done. All right. I think we're getting to our final picks here, Greg. Yeah. What you got for us? Well, uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna continue going down the uh, the uh, Facebook comment section. Okay. Um, Somebody I met from DC. Her name is Teresa Sanchez. She recommended something, and again, this might not be like the spookiest song, but she said it freaked mm-hmm. her out, and I could identify. I was like, well, speaking about not repelling 
the girls. You know, <laughs> this is actually a classic. And I was also trying to vary it up in genre. So, like, Nick, I'm glad you played a Nine Inch Nails song because I actually, I went to Downward Spiral for a second and then forgot. So I'm glad cool, you, that cool. was represented. And I was also thinking about, like, Stravinsky, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so, yeah. Jay, I'm glad you played some kind of avant classical sure. um, to mm-hmm. kind of cover that. And this is, like, maybe a harmless song to many, but it freaked Teresa out for, in some way. And um, this is actually a, a classic 60s or 70s song, Jay? You, you, I think this was the 60s, late 60s. Yeah, yeah this is Donovan. Hurdy-gurdy man. The hurdy-gurdy man. <laughs> That is a creepy ass song. Yeah, <laughs> it is. There's and, something uh, about it. It's just like I don't know. Is uncanny the right word for it? It's just so like nothing sits where it's supposed to sit, right? And the, and he's the, like he's he's doing breathy tremolo or something like that. No, I think it there's might, a tremolo effect. Oh, is there also yeah. a tremolo? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is okay. like why you know like it's just everything. It's just yeah, tweaked, unsettling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Um. Interesting uh, that this particular session has a lot of mystery around it, um, as far as like who was on it, you know. And apparently, I I think it's like well documented that John Paul Jones played bass and arranged the whole thing and like called all the session musicians. And so then there was this debate about like, oh, I think uh, like Jimmy Page played on it, right? And then there was also like Donovan said Alan Holdsworth played on it. What? Really? Yeah, and, uh, but but I think Donovan is just like he's in a he he, he loses his life mm-hmm. in a haze, man. Mm-hmm. You know? So, uh, but and so it turns out it landed with someone named Alan Parker. Yeah, like yeah. Jimmy Page even came out and was like, no, 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 I it's Alan Parker. It's this guy Alan Parker okay. who I don't, I'm not familiar with. But there was a lot of back and forth and a lot of rumors uh, that it was either Jimmy Page or Alan Holsworth, who are like two of my favorite guitarists of all time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. But I don't think it was either. So there you okay. go. <laughs> scary, scary. Yeah. We got a scary one for you this week, believe me. We have a real good one. One of the scariest movies ever made. This is going to give you goosebumps. 
Han gör goosebumps. That's right. Yeah, goosebumps that's right. and goosebumps. Okay. More goosebumps yeah. and goosebumps. That's right. All right. Uh, well, have one more. Uh oh. <laughs> that's right. So I've actually related this story on the podcast before, but okay. we brought up Mike Patton and Mr. Bungle. Yeah. A couple episodes ago. We did. And it, it, this feeds right into the theme. And so my best friend up the street, Dirk Maurer. Yep. Friend of the pod. Uh-huh. The guy who introduced me to Nick Klein. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was our great, connector. He, he was. Great guy. Went up to hang out with him one day. And he said, hey, I got this CD. You want to check it out? I'm like, sure. And it's by a band named Mr. Bungle. Okay. And the oh. name of the album is Disco Volante. Oh, boy. Mm. And I was like, well, what's the story with this? Are they a good band? He's like, no, I picked it out at random because it was the creepiest looking CD I could find. Nice. <laughs> Which is great. Mm-hmm. That is you know, I, I Mad props to Dirk for just going randomly into, you know. That's Dirk. The wall and... Mm-hmm just picking out something at random, you know, and paying 15 bucks for it or whatever. And he, I, was, I was like, so what do you think? He's like, I don't know. I don't know, but it's weird. <laughs> like, okay, well, let's take a listen to it. So first thing I would say is that the cover art probably scared me as much as the actual music, but the music is terrifying as well. Um, the cover art is all like done in like this Salvador Dali style, like turn of the century, early Dada avant-garde weird style which mm-hmm. that stuff freaks me out for whatever reason I don't know if you have you guys ever seen the movie the short film Un Shin Andalou no the Salvador no. Dali it's like a early avant-garde flick <gasps> it's like five minutes long it, maybe I actually it, have I think at, at, they were playing it at the uh, an exhibit in Philadelphia that I saw yeah it's pretty famous it has like a, a girl getting her eyes sliced open and like a Ooh. dog dragging a piano across the floor with blood everywhere. It's really creepy as hell. So anyway, this, the whole album artwork theme is based on that style. Okay. So that freaks me out. And then, the opening track is a cheerful little number called Everyone I Went to High School With Is Dead. Ah, oh, jeez. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> Woo. I, that was unprepa- I was unprepared for that kind of music at that uh-huh. age. <laughs> How old were you? 
I mean, I want to say twelve or thirteen or something like that. Okay, you know. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't get um, uh, into Mr. Bungle until uh, I remember, like my senior year in high school. I think it's because I was into Dream Theater and Mike Portnoy wore a Mr. Bungle T-shirt, and I was like, "Who are these guys?" And you couldn't just stream it, you know, at the huh. time, right? So, so it was I ninety. Forget, ninety. Wait another year for that. It was ninety-five, <laughs> so I was probably fourteen. Damn, I definitely never had heard music quite like that before yeah no i mean it's most people haven't you know yeah <laughs> you know why because it's a little too scary exactly and the the funny thing is is that i you know just kind of filed that away like okay well that's a really weird freaking band that i'm never going to hear anything about ever again uh-huh. until i met mr greg loman my first year of college yeah. he's like dude you ever hear of mr bungle i'm like yeah, that's, ah, how, I ta- oh, that's no. how i talked oh no the that's devil, the devil. mr bungle for hours but the thing is if you go back to the first record there's some really silly stuff on there and some Mm -hmm. freaky stuff oh there's there's silly stuff on this one too to get to be honest with you but squeezy macaroni man talk about a song about Mm -hmm. sex (laughs) holy smokes that was like you know like years later they have seth rogan making sausage party like that was like Mm -hmm. the song version (laughs) yeah it's all about just like food and yeah and just innuendo tight (laughs) yeah oh very they're Killer musicians, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's kind of weird. Mr. Mr. Bungle now is like sort of this. Like they still actually have a band and play shows sometimes. But like Scott Ian from Anthrax is in it, and I I don't mm-hmm. know why he's in it. Like because I feel like he goes way back with them. But I'm like, dude, all due respect, right? Like that Bungle stuff and that Anthrax stuff is like, yeah, very different. Totally you know, Mr. different. Because Mr. Bungle is like on the, like it's not on the Zappa level of technical insanity, but it's really wild as far as like genre hopping. Definitely avant-garde. You know? Yeah. It's, it's got Ian is like a one trick pony. I mean, you know, God bless <laughs> yeah. him, you know, like, but he's a metal guy. He's not like, you yeah. can't just like switch over to like, yeah, you know, he was also uh, the the the, the resident the resident yeah. metal expert on VH1's. Um, yeah, uh, what was it? What were those nineties? What was the thing? What was the show? I love the nineties. I love the nineties. Yeah, was that what it was? Okay, yeah, yeah. He was that. everywhere on VH1. And yeah. behind the music, and I, like I, I think, yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, that. Uh, but yeah, love Mr. Bungle. Thank. I'm glad you played that. Yeah, Sweet. I got to get a copy of that sometime because I got to get through the rest of the artwork and see it again. Remind mm-hmm. myself. All right, we've come to the conclusion of our scary show, Nick Klein. Well, I think what we should do is let's listen to like a calm song. Oh, that sounds great. uh, This is is actually one, I just, yeah, I just want to play this. This is one that Greg, uh, this is from an album Greg recommended last week. Um, This is off Hmm. of, uh, this is off the latest Lewis Cole record. Oh, yeah. Um, This is called Let Me Snack. Let's go ahead and just, just go ahead and hit play, Jay.
I see what you did there, Nick. That's my that's my final. Like, <laughs> I was I was it was actually the same Saturday that I was watching the Beatles get back. Um, I kind of I was like a little bit feverish, feeling kind of crappy. I had to put this album on, and a lot of the middle tracks are kind of just real chill, like R and B sound and stuff. And then this thing and that thing right in the middle of that track, just like it just flips over to that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put that in the, the startling. That's my startling entry for for scary songs. Um, but quite but, recent. This is about two weeks ago. It scared the heck out of me because the first time I heard it was on the drive back from the King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard show. I, I did. Oh, and you're you like, yeah, you got to check this track out. And it just, you know, it's nice and calm. I'm like, what is he yeah. trying to play this song for me for? He just keeps saying, let me snack girl, let me snack girl, let me snack girl. And then he says, let me snack on you. And then it flips over to that. And I think it's her <laughs> screaming as he eats her or something like that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Boo. Uh, gentlemen. That's wow. I, I, oh, wasn't that scary? Huh? Did you, did you see those pancakes coming right out at you? <laughs> That's right. Wasn't I'm gonna have nightmares kids? tonight. I'm gonna have nightmares <laughs> for sure. <laughs> All about pancakes. 3D pancakes be... coming right at you. <laughs> coming right at you. <laughs> right at you. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna have nightmares about like Trent Reznor and what's his name, Robert Smith. <laughs> Robert Smith. <laughs> you know. I, I think that I think that there's a lot of themes between. The tracks yeah. that we picked independently. Yeah. You know, we got spooky forests, crazy sound effects, uh, shrieking violins, mm-hmm. uh, crazy mm-hmm. artwork, scary. A lot band. of I, a lot of dissonant intervals. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. A lot of flat nines and tritones yeah. and. But, uh, so next next week, Greg will be uh, doing a musical analysis of. Uh, of Serenity for the victims of Hiroshima. Let's name the mode. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah that would be that'd be a tough one. Look forward to that, folks. In the meantime. Greg, why don't you tell the people how to get in touch with us, should they choose to do so? <laughs> you can find us online at youshouldcheckitout.com. <laughs> Send us an email at ysciopodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on social media. <laughs> on Facebook and Instagram. Should you dare... Our Twitter handle is at Fritzcheck. <laughs> you can listen to us wherever podcasts are heard. Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And uh, as you can always leave a review. And uh, as always, tell a friend you should check it out. I'm so glad, I'm so glad we have this audio. Oh, <laughs> Thank this you. Thank you. It was good. That was great. That was pretty good. Oh, geez. That was fun. Boys, try to get some sleep tonight. You know, hug your hug your loved ones tight tonight. Sure. Okay. And stay away from that uh, that spooky drug filled candy that they're giving the kids. Where do you get this now? Or or, or go for it. Whatever you feel in the mood for. Uh, All right, boys. Thank you so much. Happy Halloween, everyone. Happy Happy Halloween. Halloween. Peace. Peace.